everyone. Hey, welcome to the Press On Podcast. My name is Justin. I am so glad you are here for week three of our Spiritual Discipline series. The first week we talked about the importance of being in Scripture and, and reading your Bible daily. you got to start somewhere. Start small if you have to, but it's so vital that we are in Scripture every single day. And then last week we talked about the importance of community, how God has wired us to be connected together. And, and, and every season of our life, he has placed people in, in our lives to, to share life with. And it doesn't just have to be blood-related family. He has allowed us to have people around us. And I pray that you are searching for your community. And today's topic about spiritual discipline comes straight from Scripture. And it jumped out at me as I was doing my, my daily readings. But, but here's the whole point of talking about spiritual disciplines. These are things that will draw us closer to God and help us become more of the people that God ha- has always planned us to be, are the very truest versions of ourselves, the person that we were designed to become. And so I hope uh, you are taking these things and applying them. Uh, I know it's been great for me. And, and today's topic really comes from the end of Jesus's life. In Luke chapter 22, it says this about the disciples, a dispute also arose among them as to which of them was considered to be the greatest. See, the disciples were arguing which one is the best disciple. And what's crazy to me is as they were arguing about which one was more perfect than each other, they're doing this in earshot of Jesus who really is perfect. And at first it seems strange, like like we have this great view of the disciples and how they were the perfect followers of Jesus. And we're like, what? why Why are they doing this? But, but then when we look at our own lives, we all do this. Not that we're arguing to be the greatest, but we all want to be better than other people, right? Well, like we, we might see somebody that's um, bigger and more overweight than us, and we're like, at least we're not like that. Or, or we see somebody who has a a lesser paying job than us. And we're like, at least we're not like that. Or if we are like that, we make it our goal to become not like that. We want to, we want to push ourselves to be a little bit better. We go out to eat at a restaurant and, and our server comes to the table and in in our back of our minds, we might not say it out loud, but in the back of our minds, we're like, at least we can go out to eat while they, they are working. And at least I don't have to do that job. And, And so we might not do this intentionally, but a lot of us, most of us, maybe even all of us, some point in our life have tried to put ourselves a little bit higher than somebody else. We want to be just a little bit greater than somebody else. Well, this is what the disciples are doing. They're doing it in earshot of Jesus. When he hears this, Jesus says to them, the kings of the Gentiles lord it over them, and those who exercise authority over them exercise authority over them, call themselves benefactors. But you are not to be like that. Instead, the greatest among you should be like the youngest and the one who rules like the one who serves. For who is greater, the one who is at the table or the one who serves? Is it not the one who is at the table? But I among I am among you as one who serves." And so Jesus says, hey, guys, it's not about being the greatest. And Jesus is actually taking everything that the world says is normal, and he's flipping it upside down. And he's saying, hey, the greatest will be the least, and the most important ones are going to be the ones who serve. 
And the truth is, is that Jesus could have done whatever he wanted. He had all of the power of heaven at his hands. He, he could have performed crazy feats. Uh, he could have flown if he wanted to. He could have had superpowers if he wanted to. But what did he do with his time here on earth? Yes, he performed miracles, but it was all in the name of serving. Jesus was a servant. The Son of Man did not come to be served, but to serve. And Jesus says, we are to be like that. And here's here's what I'm getting at with all of this. A, a, a super important spiritual discipline that a lot of us lack is this idea of service. We need to get out there and serve. We need to get our hands dirty. But it's so hard in our world because our world is so much about ourselves. We want everything to be about us and what we have to get done. And how dare us ever help somebody else out. So so I really want to encourage you this week. What can you do for somebody else without being asked, without being paid or glorified? What can you do? Could you stick around work after you've clocked out to help your manager out just for 30, 40 minutes? Could you go mow your neighbor's yard while they're away? Could, could you find something that needs to be fixed at your church and, and just do it? Hopefully you know how to fix it. You don't want to make it worse. But, but the idea is do something for somebody else. Not that you're noticed, not because, because you want accolades or payment for it, but simply because you want to help somebody else out. Yes, it's okay to, to work hard and, and try to make a living for yourself. But if you're only living for yourself, you are going against what Jesus so clearly wanted this life to be about. We are not here in this world for ourselves, but we're here to to shine a light on who God is and the love that he has brought to this earth. And how do we do that? We do that by serving, getting our hands dirty and making a difference in this world. So I want to encourage you, get out and serve. And as you do, I pray you do one thing. It's going to be tough. It's going to be messy. But we pray that you press on. Can't wait to see you next week. Until then, adios.